What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to episode 93 of More Wrestling's podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Morrison, joined today with the Buffalo State women's wrestling coach, Steve Hart. Coach Hart, it's like, I think it's the first time I've had you on in just over a year. And uh, it's the first episode I've done since October. Um, and I, I mean, a bunch of people have been asking, when's the next episode? When's the next episode? And I know you and I both have wanted to get this episode out for a while now, because obviously you're heavy on the recruiting trail, getting the first team together for the Buffalo State women's wrestling team. So, Coach, how's your uh, how's your day going, and how's the season been? Um, well, my day's going my day's going good. You know, off to a good start this morning. Um, thanks for having me on. I, you know, I always appreciate having a good conversation with you, Dylan. You do great work, and uh, you know, I know the wrestling community is very grateful for all that you do. Um, the season, yeah, appreciate it. You know, the, the, uh, this 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 season has been a grind. You know, I'm uh, I'm wearing two hats right now. Um, I'm heavy on the recruitment trail, as you said, building our first um, our first ever roster for our inaugural season next year in in, in 24 25. Um, we have a really really good jump start. We have a bunch of you know a bunch of commits already. Um, you know, a really good foundation and base of you know local New York high-level talent um and we have some you know out-of-state talent that's coming in as well so you know we're really excited about the, you know the first group that we have um in the first group uh, you know of commits has been led by um brennan hannah mccarley the twins they were our first ever commits and then followed shortly after by selena moore um and then shortly after that from uh, Tina Evans, that's a local West Seneca resident. So, you know, our first four commits are pretty high level girls from New York state um, that we're really excited to have, you know, and, and, and th those commits came in um, in early fall during an open house um, where we met on campus, took them on a tour, showed them everything that we have going on and, and, and what the future looks like there. So, you know, we're, really excited to have them and then from there you know we've been able to get more and more commits um you know a couple out of section girls from brooke walsh from brockport uh you know we just had another one madison simonowski um and the list goes on where you know i have a couple girls that are already at bus state um that wrestling um summer sense p being one she graduated last year so um, and, and, and we have numerous other commits as well coming in from the New York city area, Long Island area, things like that. Yeah. I was gonna say you're, you've been busy. I mean, you and coach Devlin have been busy, whether it's at, you know, super 32, um, you know, Eastern States just across the state. And obviously you're getting your local section six girls as well, which is great. Um, you know, it's, it's great to see. And like, we kind of noticed it, you know, as a start, you know, with adding girls wrestling in New York State and just the growth of girls wrestling in New York State, you know, I've, I've had on Lepresi, Utica coach, Griswold, Elmira, you know, Carlina, Duyuville. And I mean, it's, I've said this for a while with, you know, with the growth of girls wrestling at the college level, it's also helping the growth at the, the high school level as well. But, you know, now that we're adding all these colleges across the state, it gives the girls another, you know, place to go wrestle at, after school. You know, it's a, something that like, Harleen said that she didn't have when she was going through uh, high school. So it's clearly great to see, um, you know, then especially when you guys are adding girls wrestling up off state and, and getting those teams together and the recruits, it's, 
it's fun because I mean, you were at the state tournament, the girls invitational at Syracuse last month. I was saying it with, I don't know who I was talking to, but like the, the growth of girls wrestling and seeing like a girl that placed at Fargo lose in like the quarterfinals at the, the New York state tournament, a, a state that just, you know, it's kind of still new to girls wrestling, um, you know, and she obviously placed at Fargo and loses and doesn't even make the semis um, at our invitational, which is crazy because that just shows how deep the, the, the weights are at, in New York and just uh, the growth of girls wrestling. And it, it's just great to see. Yeah. I noticed this year at um, the girls state event that it was significantly better um, competition wise than it was in, in its inaugural year. So that really right there demonstrates how much um, women's wrestling has grown within New York state within just 12 months, um, you know, having, you know, seeing girls that, like you said, were Fargo All-Americans or Super 32 All-Americans not winning the tournament, um, you know, is, it, you know, shows the growth right there within our state. And, you know, I think our state is really picking up steam as this is going to, as, as girls wrestling is going to transition from an emerging sport to a NIFA sanctioned sport beginning next year. Yeah. I mean, having a state tournament in Albany, like they've been saying, um, was just going to be great. It's going to be awesome to see, um, you know, still figuring out the logistics of it. You know, I'll probably have a few more people on the, the podcast in the next few months just to talk about what that might, might look like, you know, just to, you know, get any confusion that people might have or questions that people might have, um, you know, out of the way before next year. But, that's going to be awesome because that's going to be a crazy platform. I mean, Syracuse is a great um, site for that, uh, you know, for the last two years, but like having it in Albany with the boys, um, it's, it's, it's going to be sweet, but that's kind of leads me to another thing. Um, you know, and talking to a lot of college or a lot of uh, girls coaches across the state, um, you know, that both coach girls wrestling and the boys team, um, you know, what have you noticed maybe across the state or, you know, talking with people, how, you know, like she, I, I noticed, for instance, Chautauqua Lake has a, a, a massive girls wrestling team, Um, you know, and like I talked to Brandon Guthrie at Shaker and they've got a massive team. And obviously there's schools like us. We I mean, we have three girls on our team, but they practice alongside the boys. Um, But, you know, giving them an avenue of saying, let's let's say you're going to be wrestling just with the girls. You're not going to be wrestling with the boys. I mean, it is that do you think that helps grow some of these teams? across the state, like I think I was talking to Heath Macaluso, like they had to give Menacing Valley and start a wrestling, um, a different wrestling practices. Like the girls aren't going to be like, I don't want to go to practice and get my butt kicked by like PJ or somebody, you know, um, you know, giving them a, a practice helps gr grow, you know, obviously girls wrestling in their school. Um, you know, has that been something that you've heard through coaches across the state as well? I mean, it's, it's hard to tell because like some of these girls teams, obviously if they're a small school, you know, obviously, Governor has three. I know Little Falls, you know, Bryn Shepherdson, uh, she's there's, I don't know, maybe two girls on her team, I think I saw at the state tournament. <clears throat> but, uh, um, you know, some of these people kind of can't do that. Yeah, I, you know, so I think that, you know, it, it, it depends on it depends on the individual. So I do know that for the growth overall for for girls and women's wrestling, um, the opportunity to have full fledged 
um, girls teams where girls are practicing and competing with only girls is good for the majority um, and, and good for the overall growth of the sport. I definitely, um, I definitely believe that it is the case. Um, there are, you know, a few girls that are, you know, very high level that um, actually prefer to practice with boys that I've, you know, recently seen um, because they feel that they're pushed, you know, harder and into in, in, in a higher level. Um, so, you know, I, I think there's a balance with that. Um, but I do think overall it is good to have full-fledged girls programs um, like Chautauqua Lake and Coach, um, you know, Coach Dorman over at Chautauqua Lake. Um, him and his wife are doing a fantastic job out there with that program. Um, I know that um, Clarence, they have like 14 to 16 girls. They don't have a standalone program yet. Um, they're hoping to get one for next year, but uh, Coach Storr is doing a great job balancing his, you know, his men's team and his, you know, his his group of girls trying to, you know, operate as they do have two separate full-fledged teams. And he's, you know, coaching both. So he's pulling double duty right now, doing a great job with them. Lockport um, up here in Section 6 has a full-fledged girls program coached by the same group of coaches with Coach Morello and, 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 and Coach Morello Sr. as well. They're doing a great job. Um, you know, so a lot of coaches are pulling double duty, but they're giving their girls opportunities to compete and practice with only girls, which I do believe is growing the sport and making, you know, other girls come out knowing that they don't have to, you know, necessarily wrestle in the practice room with a PJ Duke or a Kevin Catford bone or a Griffin engage plant. Right. You know, so, mm -hmm. um, you know, like when, when they know that they're going to be competing and practicing with other girls that are just starting the sport as well, so that they're relatively have the same experience level, you know, that helps build their confidence, right. Instead of going the other way where they're not confident, they're shy and, the, and they don't want to compete because of that. Yeah, I've got like a not I mean not a PowerPoint, but I've got like um, uh, you know, a bunch of topics to talk about because this year, you know, the three girls on our team, I mean, one obviously Zoe Griffith, but the other two are ninth graders. Um, so it's it's cool to talk and you, you, we didn't know at the beginning of the year like where they would, you know, be at the end of the year, um, as far as girls wrestling, because there's not a lot of opportunities necessarily up here. I mean, you see in section three and I'm uh, across the state, there's schoolmates between girls teams and girls team, which is it's awesome to see. But hearing this, uh, the ninth graders' mom say how much confidence her daughter has now because she she wrestles, and uh, you know, it just the confidence that gave her. So it's I, I've got a lot of great things that you know. Hopefully, at an interest meeting for the girls, you know, for potential girls wrestlers in uh, Governor, but you know, but bet between a ninth grader, you know, joining wrestling this year to gain confidence, or uh, you know, Zoe, who you know, you could say. Where does wrestling take you? It could take you to Japan. It could take you to Fargo. Take you to North Carolina for Super Thirty Two for the Virginia Beach. Like all these different places that the sport can give you. So, it's it's great to uh, have those kind of talking points when you're trying to recruit some girls, whether you know they they want to join the sport to you know be more confident, um, or you know to go to bigger and better places, and obviously maybe even college after the fact. But yeah, I'm uh, excited for that. Um, you, you've been to some big and better places as well. Uh, you know, you were at the Olympic Training Center uh, a couple months ago. Um, you know, what was your experience like out there? Uh, you got to, you know, kind of talk with Coach Steiner and you'll probably, you know, get some ideas off of him as well. Um, what was your experience like out there? 
Yeah, it was, uh, you know, it, it was a world-class experience. Coach Steiner and Coach Creeble, you know, um, you know, allotted me an opportunity to come work with the senior women's uh, national team for their national team camp, um, and, you know, and, and I jumped at that opportunity, um, you know, and for me as a coach, you know, it, it really helped is you know, with my growth as a coach as well, you know, I try to improve every year as a coach, you know, try to get better, um, you know, and by me trying to improve as a coach that, you know, that directly affects my athletes because then, you know, I, I'm able to give them, you know, more and higher level um, experience in the room as well. So, you know, working with some of the senior level athletes um, on the women's national team and coach Steiner and, and coach Creeble, um, out there was, was, was just an amazing experience and opportunity, you know, being in that room, um, you know, you know, picking up, you know, different technique, um, you know, different philosophies and perspective, um, you know, in certain positioning, whether it's, you know, with gut, gut wrench defense or, you know, making sure that we're properly, you know, hitting a leg lace, um, you know, with, with different forward pressures and, and things like that. Um, it, you know, it really, really, um, advanced my knowledge as a coach and, you know, helped me put more tools in my toolbox, you know, to give, to give to my athletes. Um, so, you know, I, I, I plan on going back again and, and working with team USA. I get emails from them all the time. Um, so, you know, I plan on being, you know, fully entrenched with team USA as much as I possibly can. That's awesome. And, you know, having those opportunities to go out there and, and further, you know, gain knowledge and uh, whether it's, you know, knowledge about wrestling on the mats or, or about wrestling off the mats, um, you know, and, and how things work and how to build programs and this, that, and the other. Um, it's it's great. And it's it's cool to kind of have that too. I mean, of course, you're going to be, you're the college wrestling coach in uh, New York, but, and we're talking about the growth of girls wrestling in New York. I think, and, and so sometimes, you know, I was talking with a few different coaches at the state tournament, girls wrestling needs doesn't need, I mean, it, it was very beneficial to have girls wrestling coaches, but uh, it just needs coaches in general um, across the state to, to be like, like, again, if you're having a, a girls wrestling practice, um, you, you probably need a, another coach, right? Or, you know, if, if a coach is pulling double duty, which might not be the greatest thing either, but having um, an avenue where I don't know if it's through New York USA wrestling or, it would be through NISFA to have like kind of workshops where coaches just in New York can get information and get knowledge and, and whatnot from other coaches in New York, uh, you know, whether it's at the college level, right? I mean, if, if Lepressi and Griswold and Slaberski and yourself, uh, the Alfred States girls coach, like just maybe had workshops in their area, uh, you know, whether it's out in Western New York or in the Binghamton area or Syracuse area for potential or coaches or just coaches that are still new to the sport um, as far as coaching goes to, to get better. You know, I, you know, you, you obviously went to Colorado Springs to, to further your knowledge. So it'd be great to have something in New York to help further the, uh, to the knowledge of, you know, potential coaches or, you know, the new coaches, younger coaches um, that are new to the sport um, just to yeah. get better. I mean, I'm glad you mentioned that um, because uh, Tom Shiflett, um, you know, uh, Three-time All-American from Edinburgh, um, yep. former Hofstra head coach. Yes, he um, 
he's back in the he's back in the Buffalo area, and he's run. You know, he runs. Um, you know, off season camps up in the Buffalo region, and he also introduced um a top tier coaches clinic leading up to the to this high school season, um which he plans on expanding and adding um a girls coaches clinic to that for next time. So um, we're already, you know, in the process of doing that. I was fully involved with him um, with that endeavor, and we're going to grow that as well. You know, obviously involve Carlene and Mac from Duyouville and, you know, whoever else wanted to, you know, come in and, 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 and you know, give knowledge to these up-and-coming younger girls coaches at the high school level, you know, at Coach Alex Connie, who coached it, you know, who was on Team USA for the Olympics and World Championships at one point, um, who was Carlene Slaberski's coach, you know, he has great knowledge of coaching women's wrestling and different techniques. Um, you know, one one thing I picked up from Coach Connie um, is, you know, when he was coaching Carlene, he, um, you know, they really focused on a lot of outside shots, you know, sweeping outside shots because he didn't want her stuck underneath because you know girls you know the, the biological makeup between men and women are different and you see a lot of shoulder injuries in, in in girls wrestling because the ligaments and everything are a little bit different and he didn't you know they don't want to get the girls stuck underneath where they're getting flattened and stretched out you know so he was you know his philosophy is to keep everything sweeping outside so they're not stuck underneath with all that pressure on their shoulders so, um, you know, that's just one little tidbit I picked up from Coach Connie um, um, that I think, you know, you, you know, opens your eyes, you know, about different philosophies and perspectives on how to approach women's wrestling. Yeah, that's actually, I mean, that's really great. I mean, that's something that probably a lot of people don't think about um, as far as showing new technique and stuff that is better apt for, you know, girls than it is for the guys. But, um, you know, he's he's definitely a great girl wrestling mind in new york state and obviously he was well deserving of that award that he got in syracuse um and that that, that kind of leads me also i mean i actually remember going to tioga i think it was in the springtime last year to like a, a leadership i don't know if it was nwca leadership social um you know but we were able to bounce ideas off about helping grow your your program at your school so um you know at a, at a different level that's that would be great for girls wrestling i don't know that might be something that I need to talk to some people to spearhead about, but, um, you know, talking about that also leads to talking about camps and clinics. And I know you've done several clinics across the state, you know, help part of it's helping recruiting as well, but you went to the Fulton wrestling club and, you know, they got a 25, 30, uh, maybe 40 girls on their team. Like they've got a massive girls wrestling team as well. Um, what's it been like to, uh, travel the state and see some of these programs and kind of just do some recruiting as well. Oh, you know, we're, you know, Kellen and I are very grateful for the opportunities um, across the state where people are, you know, coaches are opening their doors to us to come in and, you know, run a girls clinic, you know, spread our knowledge and also, you know, build relationships throughout the state, you know, with all these different girls wrestling programs. Um, you know, it, it, it's it's a great experience, not only for the girls involved, but it's also a great experience for us too, as coaches, right? Branching out, meeting new people and, you know, in building those professional relationships across the state. Um, 
So we're going to continue to do that. Um, as you and I discussed before, you know, after the season, we'd love to come up to the North country and put one up, up and, you know, on up in governor for whoever can make it out there. We would love to come out and, and put on a nice, you know, big girls clinic, half day clinic or whatnot. And, um, you know, and be able to spend some time up there with you guys. Yeah, that would be awesome. I mean, we have, um, you know, short drive down the road, uh, general Brown, you know, they got the Jewett girls. Uh, they, they were in the 94 pound weight class this year at the States, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, actually the one was in the final. She she was an all American at Fargo a few years ago. Um, you know, but yeah, we, we've got some solid girl wrestlers up in the North country, but, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to having that wrestling club built. That's about two minutes away from two minutes walking from where I'm sitting right now doing this episode. So, um, you know, once we get that wrestling club up, that would be, uh, It'd be great because that's the plan to have, you know, clinics and, and have great people like yourself come, come up to the North country and put on a clinic and, uh, you know, helps with recruiting as well. Cause you, you know, technique and whatnot, is always a great thing, but just getting to know your, the coaches across the state, um, is, is, is great too, you know, for potential recruits. Um, but we also need to go down to Buffalo because, you know, you've been talking about the facilities and talking about how great Buffalo state is, um, you know, what, what's the practice facility is going to be like down in Buffalo? Well, um, I can't, I'm in the process of waiting for the renderings. I just had Resolite in to laser measure everything for Sweet. You know, our wall mats and our, and our, and our mats. So, um, Buffalo state, um, Unfortunately, you know, um, after this year, there will be no swimming program anymore. Um, so the pool um, is being fully renovated to turn into a, a, a wrestling facility. Um, so if you could picture a, a collegiate pool area converted into a wrestling facility, two full mats, wall mats, um, areas for exercise equipments, you know, such as assault air bikes. Um, you know, Bulgarian bags, things like that. Um, you know, so if you picture that, it's going to be a very large room. The, the, the stands and bleachers will be, will be kept in there. Uh, so it's going to be, you know, just a, a state of the art facility that, you know, is probably one of the largest ones in New York state. Yeah. I'm envisioning that right now. And that's, that's pretty sweet. I mean, we practice, we've got a small little practice area above our pool and I've looked out several times and thought, well, if this pool was empty and we put like a deck, you know, across the pool um, and had mats out there, that would be quite, that'd be quite the practice area. And, uh, you know, I can just envision your place, uh, you know, with the resolites laying down and uh, man, that's going to be sweet. I, I'm going to have to go down there, maybe jump through a, a, a white table, you know, like Buffalo Bills fan um, would, would do down in Buffalo, get some wings and uh, check up off state. I really got to get down there, check out Buff State and Duville. Just, uh, you know, I'm, in the fall time, I've, I've went to Alfred State and I went to St. John Fisher. And I just love going to different colleges, you know, getting to talk with the wrestling coaches um, that I talk to a lot throughout the year. But seeing their program, um, seeing the facilities that they have and, you know, Buff State. I, I've never actually been, to, I haven't been to Buff State at all. But uh, now that they got girls wrestling, I'm going to have to go down, get some footage and content. But, uh, Another thing I guess I wanted to talk about was the freestyle wrestling. Obviously, everybody that's listening to this podcast knows at the girls' college level, there's it's freestyle wrestling. But in the New York, we're still at that modified level, and they're still questioning about if it's going to go freestyle next year, like they plan on doing, or if it's they're going to say, "Hey, we're just going to stick to folk style," because that that might be a big jump. Um, what have you noticed? I guess across the state, 
um, you know, at the high school level, um, you know, just with the modified rules, you think it's, it's kind of a controversial thing, maybe just to say, yes, we should go freestyle. I mean, I, I've always been for it, but, um, it's just the headache of wondering how well it's going to work. And it, it might be another year of the modified rules. Like maybe next year they allow, you know, body locks cause it's gut wrenches, you know what I mean? But, uh, I don't know what, what the plan is for next year, but, uh, what, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, you know, what the plan is for next year. And I would say this, I would say in an ideal situation going, you know, full freestyle would be ideal, you know, just like in men's wrestling, you know, high school style mirrors the collegiate style, folk style, the folk style. So you would essentially want the high school style for women's to mirror the style for women's collegiate wrestling, um, which would be freestyle to freestyle. Um, the biggest challenge I see with fully transitioning to freestyle in one year is the officials. I don't know or think there's enough certified freestyle officials in the States to be able to fully transition high school girls wrestling to freestyle, if that makes sense. Um, 100%, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Now, are people going to want to you know, our officials going to want to, you know, get trained up and become certified in freestyle. You know, I would, I would hope so. I would hope they would want to do that, you know, and in, in each sections associations would, you know, you know, want to do that is one is a one year time period realistic that I don't, that I don't know. Um, I do think that if you don't fully transition to freestyle for next year, you do gotta, you know, advance the modified rules you know i know this year each period is starting neutral and any out of bounce stoppage goes back to your feet i would yep. say you know you're in, if you're sticking with the modified version and you're going to advance it i would say the number one thing you'd want to add for next year is a step out right at a step out point um you know you, you know to get used to that so um you know i know that coach connie is heavily involved you know on the state committee and, 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 you know, and others that are on the state committee for high school girls wrestling and, and, and they're sorting those things out now. But I would say the biggest challenge would be having enough certified officials to fully transition for it by next year. Yeah, that was kind of the talk. Actually, the last podcast episode that I did was in October and it was with uh, Eric Mullen and McWinney, uh, who are also on the, the board. But they they talked we talked about, you know, the logistics of of wrestling and you know, the, the reasoning behind the vote that we were going freestyle, which is great because we're the, the first state to, to say, hey, let's do freestyle wrestling uh, at the high school level. Um, you know, and there was a lot of the the questions were answered in that episode. But, uh, you know, going through a girl's season, there's uh, more questions to be developed and, you know, talking about coaches. But, uh, I mean, freestyle wrestling, I guess I know some coaches or some potential refs, um, you know, that are sitting at home. You know, they don't ref, you know, folks out, but they could easily be great freestyle rest because they know freestyle wrestling a little bit more um, than probably the casual person, you know, or the casual ref that's refing in the in your section that probably not at the state level. Right. But I, I think, you know, freestyle roughing might be easier too. you're not rolling around on the, the mat looking for free for an earfall. So I don't know. There's a lot of questions to be answered about that and uh you know looking forward but yeah definitely adding a step out and furthering the modified rules would at least be a step in the right direction if they choose to do that um yeah definitely and you know i had a couple conversations is you know as recent as last weekend um 
with with officials, you know, and and I said, you know, you know, for the officials that don't want to get certified right now for freestyle, like especially in the Buffalo region, I said that should be reconsidered because it could be lucrative for you guys because there's two women's collegiate programs that are going to need college officials. So mm-hmm. if we if we have local officials certified free at the you know in freestyle you guys could be picking up collegiate matches in 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 collegiate tournaments in the buffalo region that would you know make it even more lucrative for you guys and and, and, you know in 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 talking to you know the one uh former president of the association out here he completely agreed with that um you know like maybe they're not thinking you know some are not thinking of it on that end but you know it's like Buffalo has two college women's programs, you know, and um, Alfred State is not too far away either. And they have one as well. So getting certified on the freestyle end of things is going to give them a whole nother pool of competitions to be able to officiate, you know, and, and, and make more money doing it. Yeah. Hopefully, like, NISFA works alongside New York USA Wrestling to, I don't know, maybe there's workshops involved where – there's potential or, or some of the refs that are doing folk style now, if they want to do freestyle as well, um, get in some workshops so they're able to, you know, dabble into freestyle roughing, uh, you know, officiating some of these, I don't know. Uh, Mohawk Valley has a, a wrestling club or a wrestling tournament. Uh, Holland Patton has a freestyle wrestling tournament in the spring. There's, there's plenty of freestyle events across the state. And, you know, sometimes I guess we're going to have to jump, have some of these officials jump into those to, uh, you know, maybe for next year. I don't know. I mean, I guess there's more workshops that probably need to be de- developed for officials, you know, let alone the coaches as well. Uh, taking a step back, though, let's talk about the, uh, you know, how you're helping coach at St. Francis. Uh, how's the season been? And, uh, you know, weird question, I guess, you know, with some of the Catholic schools being very separated across the state, you know, like Iona Prep and then you guys, St. Francis, where, uh, where, where are the qualifiers for the, the state qualifiers? Um, Catholic schools and yeah, so we'll be um they rotate every four every fourth year they come to bu- the Buffalo region, um so they're hosted in the Buffalo region. Um, this year they're at St. Anthony, so we'll be leaving Friday morning on a charter bus to head down to Long Island and um and get ready for the you know Catholic State Championships, which is you know the NISFA State Qualifier for the CHSAA that will be held on Saturday. Um, you know, and, you know, being over at St. Francis, uh, you know, has, has, has been a great, a great experience. You know, Coach Masora has been there for 32 years, um, you know, and then you add Coach Le- Ron Lorenz, who's you know, was a longtime successful head coach at Lancaster. And then myself, who's been a, you know, longtime, pretty successful head coach, um, you know, over, you know, it makes a pretty good, pretty good, you know, staff. And then, you know, Kellen Devlin is over helping us, obviously, you know, um, in the room with the guys that transition that transferred over from Star Point, um, you know, and also, you know, building, you know, have built great relationships with, you know, the athletes that were already at St. Francis. Um, and right now, I think that we are, you know, firing on all cylinders. You know, we are, you know, we're, we're looking really good. We coming off a Catholic State Dual Championship and then a Monsignor Martin Team Championship. Um, you know, and we have, you know, you know, you know, a bunch of kids that are in the mix in contention to win the Catholic state tournament and qualify for the, you know, New York state federation tournament. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, uh, 
it's kind of fun and interesting to to look at uh, some of the results across the state. And um, I noticed that you guys won that, and it's 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 kind of funny. I mean, obviously that's why I asked about where the qualifier was because you don't people don't think or people just assume you know in, in section you know section there's you know you're all in a, a centrally located area, and then you, you guys are jumping on a bus and and heading all the way down to Long Island for for that. It's it's pretty pretty unique, I guess. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to the New York State tournament. Um, you know, at the end of the month, but uh, I'm trying to pick some brains across the state and uh, get ready for a good preview episode like we did last year. Um, but you know, obviously St. Francis has got some really good wrestlers on the team, and uh, you know, obviously the Catholic schools in general do as well. You know, I I own a prep has a few studs, and um, you know, the Catholic school the championships is going to be is going to be fun to watch or you know follow this weekend as well. Um, jumping into oh, go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, people don't realize that, you know, you know, you look at the Catholic State Tournament is essentially just another sectional. It's a sectional tournament, you know, obviously consider it Catholic State Tournament as well. But, um, you know, looking at it, it is it is fairly, you know, it's it, it, it's a fairly deeper tournament um, and you only get one rep. So, you know, the qualifying process there, you know, is pretty legit. It's pretty it's pretty tough. So, you know, you need your guys prepared, um, you know, the downstate. Catholic programs are very tough. You know, you have Iona, very tough. Kellenberg, very tough. Chaminade, Monsignor Farrell, St. Anthony, who's historically been on top of the CHSAA. So, you know, these these programs, you know, are are very well coached, you know, and they have high-level competitors and, you know, nothing to give me. So, you know, we're we're training hard. We're very prepared and we're going to go down there and hopefully have, you know, great success. Yeah, good luck. Uh, that that's uh, <clears throat> looking forward to seeing you guys down in Albany. And uh, I mean, there's going to be a lot of good tournaments across the state this weekend with sectionals, um, you know, happening this weekend. But uh, you know, where could we find you at Buff State? I know we, I guess, haven't really talked about this yet in the podcast. Um, and I, I guess the last time I had you on, Buff State wasn't a thing yet. But Buff State Women's Wrestling on Instagram. Do you guys got a Facebook page as well? No, uh, we do not have a Facebook page yet. We will have one, um, and we'll also have a, you know, an X, Twitter X, whatever you know you call it. Now yeah. we'll, have, we'll have one of those as well. But right now, we have an Instagram page. Um, that's where we could be found. Also, we have, um, you know, uh, athlete recruitment form that's on our athletics page under wrestling. Um, you know, and then you know. And anybody can contact me by phone at any time. Most, 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 most coaches throughout the state know my contact information. Um, You know, I think I've built built pretty good relationships throughout the state um, with most of the coaches, you know, and so for me, you know, I guess the one thing I want to, you know, I tell that any girl that I'm talking to about, you know, considering Buffalo state for, you know, advancing their, you know, wrestling careers is that, you know, Wrestling is a very small period of our lives, right? You know, as a competitor. Um, So, you know, my philosophy as a coach is, you know, I want to prepare my athletes for success in life after wrestling. You know, um, being successful in life is the ultimate goal. So I support my athletes in every aspect of their lives. Academics, athletics, personally, you know, um, 
wrestling's a very hard sport. There's ups and downs. There's personal challenges as well that come into the mix. There's academic challenges at times. So for me, I am, you know, my philosophy is that I'm going to be fully supportive and give you every resource possible to be successful in wrestling as a student and in life after wrestling, because that's the ultimate goal is to be successful in life after wrestling. Amen. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of people don't really think about that. They, they just go playing a college or, you know, playing on going to a college because of a good wrestling team and not necessarily the stuff that, you know, uh, the academics or uh, the support staff that's at that college, um, you know, whether it's the coaches or the, what, what the team is consistent of or, you know, what, what that is. But yeah, I mean, you got to have a, a good support staff in college, you know, outside of wrestling. Um, so that's great. I mean, for, for, Potential recruits to hear. Uh, is there anything yeah. else you want to add before we finish up? No, um, you know, just Dylan, I, I really appreciate, you know, the opportunity to, you know, talk with you on the air about, about our program over at Buffalo state. Um, we're really excited for the opportunity that's being given to us and, you know, you know, Buffalo state and Renee Carlinio, who is our athletic director is really working hard to make this a special opportunity um, for female wrestlers to have a great student athlete experience at Buffalo State University. Um, and that is our goal is to give them the best experience possible, um, you know, and, and turn them into successful champions, you know, in wrestling and in life, like I said. Um, and then I, lastly, I want to say is, uh, you know, right after the season, we're going to have to get you and Coach Bear. Uh, up here in Buffalo on a visit with your athlete that you have out in the North country. Yes. Yeah. That, that's the plan. We'll, uh, we'll definitely be down for a visit. I want to take her on as many visits as we can and just, you know, kind of soak it all in and experience what different colleges got to offer. So uh, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely be down to Buffalo for a visit. Looking forward to that. Yeah. We're but excited. Until, yeah. Until then uh, I'll see you at the end of the month in Albany and you know, good luck on the remaining of remainder of the season. Dylan, thank you very much. Good luck to you and, and your crew as well over there. And please tell Coach Bear the same. All right, right, will do. Thank you.